What's up, everybody? In today's wild times, everyone has had to find a way to take their communications online. My guest today is one of our local students at Pratt High, and he has been helping the staff with some of their online media and navigating these virtual times. So I'm excited to sit down and chat with him and get his perspective on things. Here we go. All right, we're sitting down here today with Troy Ham. What's up, Troy? Hey, what's up, Cody? Not much. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. I was excited to have you on. You've been doing some stuff with uh, the school and follow your YouTube channel, and I've always thought it'd be fun to have you on. Um, for starters, why don't we, uh, for anybody who doesn't know you, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, kind of who is Troy Ham? Okay, um, I'm 16. I'm a sophomore at Pratt High. I make videos um the majority of the time i post them on youtube and i got i have three siblings um kaylee renee and austin and i play sports i'm a lifeguard during the summer things like that yeah and you're are you're the oldest or let's see you're the, I'm the kaylee's older than you right yeah i'm the second oldest okay okay and you're some of your other brother brothers and sisters they've got youtube channels as well don't they Yes, um, Renee and Austin, they have YouTube channels. So who's got the most subs between the three of you? <laughs> I do, currently. You know, I think you're probably the most popular YouTuber in Pratt. At least you that think I, so? I think so, that I know of. How many how many subs do you have right now? Um, Last I checked, it was about 440. Nice. I think I've got like 65, so I'm jealous. You're, you're getting there. <laughs> I know, I know. You know, a funny story. Um. I think I started following your channel back in, it was at the Blythe, that day I saw you at the Blythe recording one of Austin's uh, games. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and I, I remember asking, I was like, man, you got a YouTube channel? And you're like, yeah. I was like, okay, I'll give you a follow. We got home We got home later that day, and I remember telling my wife, Carrie, I was like, man, that'd be cool. If YouTube was around when I was a kid like or in college, that's what I would have done. I would have went all in on YouTube. But And then I it clicked. I was like, well, what what's stopping me now? Like, So, I mean, really, if you look at my channel, probably from – November on is really when I've gotten a lot more consistent. And honestly, it was after seeing you and was like, well, I might as well do it now too. There's no reason to say I can't do it at this age. So yeah. So I think you were kind of an inspiration for me. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That, that, that's a compliment. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. It was, that was, I mean, a legit conversation that I had. I thought that was cool. Uh, so yeah. on your channel and stuff, do you do all your editing and stuff? Uh, I noticed through your videos, your editing has gotten better. Uh, you know, mine, it's kind of just the natural progression of, of doing videos kind of where'd you start out and who, who does your editing? Um, I do my own editing here at home. I, I, at first I started out using my, uh, using my phone. That's what I use. That's what I used a lot too. Yeah. So I use my phone for, I'd say since I started my YouTube channel until about two years ago, I got my first camera, um, on Christmas and I was so excited because I kind of put off, um, uploading videos on YouTube but then they got me the camera and then it just kind of took off and I just started really getting into it. I think I posted every single day for that's about a month. Nice. That's a pretty ambitious goal to try to post every day. That gets tough. Yeah. So but what what was your first camera? My first camera, I honestly couldn't even tell you. It I think my dad um cuz he didn't really know. He doesn't really know cameras, but he just wanted to um get me a camera for starters. I it's a camcorder, but 
I think we got scammed because <laughs> it is not as good as they said it was. So is that the same camera you're still using or have you upgraded since then? No, I actually only filmed a few videos on that because then I remembered my mom had a Canon. Um, I actually use a uh, Canon EOS Rebel T4i. It's, it's one of the older models, mm -hmm. but I've used it for, I'd say, about a year and a half now. And that's the thing. I think using whatever you're familiar with is the big thing. Yeah. You know, you can always keep getting new gear, but sometimes the old gear that you're familiar with is the easiest to use. Yeah. What? So your parents are pretty supportive of the YouTubing? Yeah. Um, they've, they've become more supportive as the years have gone by. <laughs> At first they, I don't know. I don't know if they thought it was annoying or yeah. <laughs> get that camera I, out of my face. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I just think that they didn't understand what I was doing. Right. So who, what, what got you into it? You know, was it other YouTubers you followed or did you always just kind of have an interest in, you know, creating content? I'd say I was probably about nine years old and that's whenever I first started watching YouTube videos. It wasn't that much, but I would see people and they would talk to their cameras and I was like, Hey, I can do that. Cause I had an iPod four that time. And so that's actually my first video that I posted on my YouTube channel. I just was in the backyard. We're playing baseball, me and my little brother. I, I didn't know that it would um, be on YouTube, but I was just trying to be like the people I was watching. So right. Get a channel made, start uploading something and just see where it goes. Yeah, And then I honestly don't remember how I created a YouTube channel. I probably looked it up on Google. <laughs> yeah. That's and, the best uh, resource out there or YouTube itself. <laughs> no, that's cool. What? So who are some of the main YouTubers? Do you have specific ones that you, that you follow or that, you know, that you get notifications for when they, when they're posting new stuff? I started watching, a kid named Tanner Brongart whenever I was younger. He's a vlogger. And so he's kind of what made me want to start doing YouTube. But then recently I've been watching um, a YouTuber by the name of Casey Neistat. Oh, I love Casey. Yeah. Yes, he's probably he, one of the ones that got me into, you know, his like five year run of vlogging every day was. Yeah. And his style is, is neat. Yeah, yeah. I really like watching him. Yeah. I'm a big fan of him. Uh, Peter McKinnon is another one that I follow a lot that if you don't yes, follow him, He's got tons of good advice on, you know, video making and camera gear, and he's a fun follow. Yeah, he really is. I've seen, I've seen some of his videos too. Oh, nice, nice. So, some of the stuff that <clears throat> I've seen you doing lately is with the school, with all the stuff going on. Um, did you contact them, or did they contact you, or tell us a little bit about kind of the role you've had as being their media guy or their editor, uh, or some of the projects that you've done with them as we've all been shut down here and making a lot more virtual content. Yeah. So this took back probably just about a week or two ago. Um, my mom got an email from Mr. Swank and they wanted me to do a video for the athletic banquet because they weren't going to be able to do it because of the coronavirus and all the sen seniors were bummed because they're not going to be able to do their speech speeches and stuff like that. So um, I'm actually going into the school tomorrow and I'm going to record um, a senior one at a time and their speeches. And I think your wife is one of them. She's going to send it in to me. Right. And that's kind of what got the ball rolling with me having you on the podcast was, I know she was talking to you about getting her speech put together and you doing the, the editing. Mm -hmm. So that's when I thought, I need to have him on the podcast. Uh, so yeah, that was, we kind of exchanged numbers through her. So that kind of sped up the process of getting you, getting you on the podcast. So kind of a neat way that worked. Yeah, we were, she was just, um, she was, she was asking me the best way for her to send in her video. And then she asked me, um, Cody wants you to be on his podcast. And I was like, 
Well, hey, that I've never really thought about that because <laughs> I've only seen a couple of podcasts and I didn't really know what they were. So yeah, guys. and you know, I think podcasts maybe are probably I don't know uh, my, more my generation. I know a lot of people my age or my demographic consume a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot. That's just kind of the new form of media. So um, I found it's fun to create it. So yeah, I thought, well, we'll have you on the podcast and it's just fun creating content. Oh, I was going to touch on your, another aspect with the school. You won an award earlier this year that was, was that hosted by the school or tell us a little bit about that, that BBB video award that you uh, submitted and won. Yeah, I was, I have a class with my mom, actually. She teaches a class called Spark and I'm actually the only kid in her class and I started out just making a uh, picnic table and I was going to do a video for that. And then um, one of her friends, actually, they found she found a um, she found BBB and told her about it because she knew that I did videos and she knew that I might have a chance of winning. And this was the, the Better Business Bureau. Yes. Yep. So how'd that process go? You got the got the uh, details of it and thought, hey, I could do something. I could win this. Did it take you long to put together a story for it or how long did you have to think about your, you know, your outline or your, your video? Or did you just say, hey, let's get the camera and start rolling? Well, it took a while for me to come up with an idea. I kind of put it off until the last minute, actually. <laughs> and whenever, whenever my mom told me about the video contest, I was kind of, kind of skeptical about it. I didn't really know what it was, but then she told me that the prize was $500 and 2000 for the school. And I was like, Hey, I, I have to do this now. So you felt pretty good going into it. Yeah. Um, I was just sitting down one day and I was I was thinking of ideas and I normally don't think of ideas like right then and there. I just kinda like add on as I go. So yep. I came up with this guy named Braxton Brenner. I like and, it. And so I just sat down and I ended up um coming up with a character named Dave and he got scammed and so then that's where BB B and B comes in. So yeah, I like I just that. Kinda, just kind of went from there. Yeah, that's fun. And so you got uh, $500 for yourself, correct? And then $2,000 worth of gear or uh, to donate to the school. Is that how that worked? Yeah, they sent me um, a $500 check. And then we have to go on this website. It's called bnhphotoandvideo.com. We have to, my mom and I, we have to select $2,000 worth of equipment. And I kind of have an idea of what I want to get. Um, I've been talking to the administration about that. So nice. So what did you get with your 500? Did you have your eyeball on anything and go out and get something right away or have you spent it yet? I've been saving most of it, but I actually just bought a, um, shotgun mic off Amazon. Just nice. Something to get started. It's a, it's called the tax star SGC five, nine, eight. Okay. And then I got a dead cat wind muffler to go yeah. with it because if you notice in a lot of my videos, it, the wind is a big problem. That's what I bought something similar for my GoPro after being out with it and noticing yeah. on the windy days that you can't hardly hear yourself talk to it. Uh, yeah. Makes a huge difference. It's always annoying whenever you're editing a video and you know that's like a clip you really wanted to put in the video, but the audio is just so bad. Right, right. Yeah, you don't realize how important audio is until you yeah. go back and watch it. And a lot of times you don't put a whole lot of thought into the audio. Um, yeah, but it could, you know, it can cost you whether or not your video is a good one or not. So when you go do a video, just curious. So do you, do you go just record a ton of footage, come home, 
and then say, okay, how can I turn this into a story and sift through all your footage and start editing and stuff? Or do you go out ahead of time kind of with a story in mind and think, okay, I'm going to get these shots because this is the, kind of the story I want to tell. What, what's your kind of workflow with putting the story together? Well, it really depends whether I'm shooting a vlog or a short film or um, a challenge because if I'm vlogging, then I'll have like sort of an idea, but it's never really a like a planned out video. I just right. kinda, like you said, I just go out and um, record a whole bunch of footage and then come home and edit like what I want to put in it or not. Right. Yeah. And if you if you're doing the short story type of thing, that's a little more thought out ahead of time, I assume. Yeah. Or if it's a challenge video, I have the challenge planned out and we're not really moving around a lot. So it's more normally whenever I just blog, I just kind of go with the flow. It, yeah. Just keep the camera rolling and never, see what you get. Yeah. Do you know what your most viewed uh, video is on YouTube? What's the most popular one that's up there right now? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not too proud of my most viewed, most viewed <laughs> video. It's very cringy. I posted it about three years ago. It's called the, my sister does my makeup. It has over a thousand. It finally hit over a thousand. Nice. The one that you probably, yeah, like you said, despise the most is your most popular. Yeah. It's, it's not the worst, but it's definitely cringy. Yeah. <laughs> so if you had to point to one, if someone, if you had to give one video, you know, if someone said, what kind of videos do you make? What, what would be the one on your channel that you'd say here, look at this one. This is the one that I, you know, that I, I think is the best that I've done. I'd probably tell them to watch my recent videos and not my older videos. Right. I made a, I made a vlog recently. It's called um, Running a Mile in a Tuxedo. <laughs> I saw that. That was good. Austin seems to be a pretty willing participant in all your videos. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't expecting him to be so excited about it. And it did help because I told him that if he ran it in under – what was it? Seven minutes. I'd give him $25. And so he's like, Hey, I can do this. <laughs> That's good. Oh, what, what's the one video that you haven't made yet that you've kind of got on the horizon or, you know, looking out there thinking, man, I want to make this video. I just haven't done it yet. You got one like that or kind of most of those videos, most of those ideas I can't really do right now. It'll take place in the future, hopefully. Right. But I have filmed a video recently. It's, I don't really want to, give it away oh you're good i'll be excited to see when you when you release it well good yeah then we got a little teaser we got something coming from you yeah oh good so what uh i think i got on the list here what piece of gear is the next on your list if you haven't spent that 500 yet from your from your award what do you got what do you got out there that you think that's that's the next thing i'm gonna buy um i'm looking to looking to buy the canon 90d okay about 1200 and that'll shoot in does, will that shoot in 4k yeah it will okay yeah I've, i think i've seen some reviews on those really good camera yeah that's what it sounds like uh that, yeah that'd be that'd be a great camera what's yeah. the what's the one piece of gear that that you'd like to have but you're like there's no way that that's it's <laughs> yeah, it's way out there there's no way i'm gonna there's... ever be able to afford that but if i could this would be the thing i'd get well i'm i really like canon so the all my stuff is Canon, but I really want the Canon 1DX Mark III, but it's so expensive, but it is such a good camera. See, and I see those guys that vlog a lot talking about their 1DXs, and yeah, uh, I don't think I would trust myself at all walking around with one of those on a oh, yeah, I would, Gorilla I would, Pod. I would definitely treat it like my baby. <laughs> right, right. So do you see, uh, you know, with all this, 
all you, what you've done so far and what you're doing with the school now, do you see a career in this? I see somewhat of a career. I don't really know exactly what I want to do, but I want to create somewhat of a business out of this. Yeah, that'd be exciting. And, and why not? Whenever A couple of years ago, I really wanted to get popular on YouTube because I knew um, famous YouTubers, they got paid a lot of money. So that's really what I want to do. But I don't know if that would happen. It still could happen, but most likely, most likely it won't happen. So I kind of have my future planned out better now than I did. Right. It's a um, fun hobby to have, even if it doesn't pay the bills. Like I said, it's a, yeah. it's, you know, that's why I do it and have fun with it. And sometimes you, if you put too much expectations on it, it might let you down. You keep it as a hobby and it stays fun. Yeah. Well, good. Um, I don't know. You got any questions for me? I'm about through um, my, through my list uh, of stuff I had to run down with you. I was going to ask, um, when did you start podcasting and what do you use? So we just started, I, I was always thinking about doing a podcast kind of all the last year. I just, I'd started listening to more podcasts and I just like making content, whether it's a YouTube video or, uh, you know, an intro on Facebook or just, I, it, I have fun editing things, you know, whether it's pictures or videos, um, podcast was just kind of nixed on my horizon thinking that, okay, I like doing YouTube videos. I like doing this other stuff. Podcasting would be fun. I just never could really think of a good topic or a, you know, a niche market to go after. So I kind of always just held off in almost the same scenario as how I talked about YouTube and earlier. I just kind of always thought, uh, you know, I'm kind of shy. I won't do it. And then in January, I kind of just made it my new year's resolution. I just said, you know what? Enough talking about doing a podcast. Let's just do one. So I kind of threw my brothers in the mix. And I said, Hey, I'm going to call it the Eastus brothers podcast. So you guys are in this with me, whether you like it or not. Um, <laughs> so that helped, you know, um, the three of us have easy conversations so we can talk for an hour on a podcast about random things, whether it's the chiefs one in the super bowl or the coronavirus or, um, and then after doing it, I had a lot of fun. Uh, they're a ton easier to edit than videos. You know, there's no transitions or crazy intros or things like that. So it's just kind of cutting and splitting. I thought, well, that that's a lot of fun. So I kind of wanted to reach out more, uh, talk to people like you. I've got some other people on my list. And just rather than just me and my brothers keep doing it, just do it with whoever I find interesting and just sit down and have a conversation with them. As far as my gear... I'd been just using my phone. Um, there's some good apps out there that you can record straight from your phone. And then I'd export that audio file to my editing software and cut it down on there and then upload it back up. Anchor is the name of the, the site that hosts my podcasts. And then they distribute it out to Spotify and iTunes and Google Play and whatnot. Uh, this week I just got in, you know, I was asking you about your gear list. What's next on your gear list? <clears throat> Uh, this Rodecaster Pro has been on my gear list, and I finally pulled the trigger on it. So, so you're my first guest doing a podcast on my new Rodecaster Pro setup. So I'm excited to see how it turns out and how much easier it makes the editing process. So, yeah. So you're you're the the first guest on that one. So, congrats Sweet. to you. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I think it'll turn out good. I've had fun doing it. Yeah, I actually listened to a couple of your podcasts. I listened to the one with you and your brothers talking about the Chiefs. Yeah, the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was like I said, we can we can sit around and talk about anything for. Sometimes we got to be like, all right, guys, we've talked long enough. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Pass your bedtime. What's that? Pass your bedtime. Yeah, yeah, that's usually the case. Um, yeah, we did one. So we, yeah, I've done a couple with the brothers. Did one with um, Eric Sutter, who hosts. He's the race director of the Open Range Gravel Race. 
that comes to Pratt every year. Not this year yet. We're waiting to see if things change. Uh, my wife and I did one on her battle with cancer. The I think that's our most popular one on there. Uh, that was a you know a good good episode. But yeah, it's kind of just doing whatever with whomever and and trying to make a fun conversation out of it. So I was happy you decided to join me. Yeah. Um, I was actually going to ask you how many viewers do you normally get on your podcast? On a podcast, it just not quite as many as my YouTube. Well, it just depends. So I think, I think on uh, Carrie and I's cancer episode, we're up over three hundred listeners. Um, the Chiefs one that we did with my brothers, I think we've got over a hundred listens. Um, I think I think a lot of times with them, you know, they're hour long podcasts, so it takes a little yeah. bit more attention span for someone to to dive into it, you know, than a, yeah. some of the three minute YouTube videos I'll do. So yeah. So if I can get a hundred listens, I'm happy. Um, you know, it's just kind of fun to see people are find it interesting to listen to what, what I'm talking about or who I'm talking with. So mm-hmm. in fact, I just, uh, I just finished up editing a podcast for uh, some guys up in, in Stafford and St. John red Cedarland. They're a, they're a real estate company and they wanted to get into the podcasting game and launch a podcast. So they've been working on it, sent me all their, original files and I edited it down for them and they just launched yesterday their first podcast. So it was kind of fun getting a media gig from those guys. Yeah, that is fun. Um, do you just use your phone to film your YouTube videos or do you have a camera? Mainly I use my phone. Uh, I've got the GoPro hero eight black. I got that, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago, but I've always tried to stay as portable as possible where I'm not taking a bunch of camera gear just cause a lot of times, yeah, it's just nice pulling your phone out of your pocket and being able to film on the go. Or, yeah, if I think I'm going to need something more rugged or I don't have to worry about it getting wet or dirty, I'll take the yeah. GoPro. Um, and then all the editing I do is on my iPad. <clears throat> I don't have a PC or a Mac. So I try to keep everything kind of in the Apple ecosystem where I can airdrop everything either from my phone or import it. You know, I've got a little dongle for an SD reader on my iPad. And then I just do all my editing right from my iPad. So the more I can shoot on my iPhone, it makes it a lot easier pulling footage from it over to the iPad and then just uploading straight from there. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Ease and portability. I found that I, I've done a couple of vlogs. Uh, I think when we went out to Oregon, me and my brothers, I did that whole video just on the plane back on my phone. Just used, I think Adobe rush was the, the, uh, f- the app that I used and just did the whole vlog and edited it while I was on the plane on the way home. And after that, I was kind of like, well, that's nice to not have to have a laptop or a computer to, you know, be transferring <laughs> footage and, and all that. So I, I really kind of went down the rabbit hole of portability and and kind of came out with the setup that I've got now. I've thought about um, buying some GoPros because you never know whenever you're going to need one. And they're super convenient, like you said. Yeah, you can well, I've got some. If you, if you want some used ones, I've got a couple. <laughs> okay. And... You said you said you use Adobe to edit your videos. So I I did. Um, I when I did the one on my phone, I used Adobe Rush. It's a an iOS based one that is more for iPads and and phones. And then I so after using that, I decided well I'm going to jump into Premiere Pro because that's what I saw everybody using and thought you know that's what I'll try to do. It is so okay. robust and there's a lot to learn in Premiere Pro. Too much yeah. where I was spending more time trying to figure out how to do a a transition than I, than the length of my video. You know, I was like, okay, how, how do I do this? How do I do a speed ramp? How do I do an intro or a fade out? And I was watching so many tutorials, just trying to get the basics down that it really slowed me down. Um, so that's when I kind of got to looking for other options, 
you know, and I found LumaFusion is the name of the app that I use on my iPad. And it's just been for what I like to do and the videos I like to make, it handles everything just fine. Um, so I haven't really seen a need to go, go back to Adobe or, or whatnot. Sometimes. Yeah. Like I said, it was just killing me with how, how complex it was. What, okay. what, do you, what, what do you use? What software do you use? I use the software. It's called um, Movie Studio Platinum, and it's by Sony Vegas. And it's one of the cheaper ones. It's about $50. And I've been wanting to buy Sony Vegas Pro 17, but it's like $300. So, And that's I, the thing. Yeah. yeah, a lot of times, you know, that LumaFusion app that I have on my iPad, I think, is a $30 one-time download. And oh. for video editing software, that's crazy cheap, you know, compared to... Yeah, like you said, $300 for Vegas Pro or $500 mm-hmm. for the Adobe Suite, you know. So, yeah, I, I, like, I found the one that I like, and, you know, I'll stick with it as long as, as long as it can do what I want. And like I said, that's what I've been editing my podcasts on, too, just because I'm familiar with it and just kind of treat an audio track like I do a video track and then uh, export it as audio only, and we're good to go. Yeah. See, there's other um, video editing softwares out there that, all the YouTubers use, but they're also super expensive and they're more complicated. Yeah. They're a lot different anyways from the one that I use. And I'm more comfortable this with this one. It pretty much does the same thing. So I don't know if I will switch maybe someday, but it also takes a long time to learn how to use the other stuff. Yeah. To relearn. It's kind of like what I said earlier about an old camera, you know, sometimes just, you know, being familiar with an old camera is easier than getting a new one and having to relearn it. You know, and I think editing software is the same way. If you've got a program that you're familiar with, uh, and it does all the transitions and you've learned how to do everything that, you know, the style of video you like to make, you know, there's not much reason to go out and have to relearn a whole new software and pay for it and, and, you know, reteach yourself something. Yeah. I definitely want to upgrade though to the pro version because the one that I have, it, it does the basics, but it doesn't do um, super good transitions or just like the features that it has. It a little bit limited. Have- yeah, it's the limited edition. Yeah. What do you use for music when you are doing a, a video? Where do you, what site, where do you pull your music from? Normally, I use a website called premiumbeat.com. It's all royalty free. And before that, I use non-copyrighted music off YouTube. Okay. But then I just started not really liking their music very much. And Premium Beat has a larger... Um, a little bit bigger library to choose from. Yeah, it has more songs, and there's a lot of genres you can pick from. Normally, I'll use like a hip hop beat. That's yeah, that's kind of the style I go with too. Yeah. Okay, I use uh, Epidemic Sound is the site that I use. It is a, a monthly subscription. I think it's nine ninety nine, but I kind of got into it, and I don't, I'm going to use it enough to justify paying that. So. Yeah, my cousin actually he does YouTube videos also, and he suggested the epidemic sound and i thought about buying it but i don't know yeah like i said you know if it's just a hobby for you you know you know when you're old in my age and have money to spend on your hobbies <laughs> you know you can do that but yeah epidemic sound is good i'd recommend them they, their library is really good um got a lot mm-hmm. to choose from so yeah i'd recommend them do you do you have any um wishes for whenever it comes to uh gear uh, you know, if I, something's on my wish list for more than about three months, I usually go out and buy it. <laughs> uh, like I said, this Rodecaster Pro was my uh, next on my wish list. Um, Apple just came out with a magic keyboard for the iPad Pro that looks oh, wow. awesome. 
Um, so I've been watching some reviews on that. So who knows how long that'll stay in my shopping cart before I, you know, <laughs> click purchase. But no, um, you know, I'd looked at a new drone for a little bit, but again, kind of back to the the one that I have works great for me. So I haven't really seen a need to upgrade my drone. Um, I've got the Mavic Pro, and I think that was the first one that DJI came out with. And yeah, like I said, I'm I'm familiar with it. Got all the accessories and batteries for it, so it's kind of hard to jump into a new one than where you got to buy all new batteries and and lenses and all that. So I've I've stuck with that one for probably about that longest that I've stuck with any piece of gear. At some point, I want to get a um, DJI drone also. Yeah, they're great, and they just add a cool element to the videos. You know, if yeah. you can get that that and, shot from above. And DJI, they also have the the Ronin SC, the gimbals. Yes. I really want one of them, but they are, they are pretty pricey. I think they're about $400 right. or more. So, and I've got the DJI, the Osmo action, which is kind of their version of the GoPro, um, mm-hmm. which it's cool for vlogging. It's got a screen on the front. Um, and that's kind of why I got, it. I thought, well, that'd be cool to be able to see yourself. Um, and then I've got a, uh, I've got a gimbal from them for my phone. It's the, I think it's the Osmo mobile and it works great. It, have you ever used a gimbal, like a smartphone gimbal? No, I haven't. Oh, it's amazing what they'll do for your phone. I mean, they'll turn your shaky footage into – I don't use it a whole lot just because it's a little bit bulky. And like I said, it's easier to just pull your phone out of your pocket and go. But if I know I'm going to be – I did a real estate video a couple months ago, and I knew I was going to need nice, clear, uh, you know, no-shake, you know, shots. And so I, I made sure to use the gimbal, and it makes a world of difference when, when you take all those little shakes out of a video. Yeah, and I've used gimbals or – um glide cams but i've never put one together is it hard to put one together i've never used a glide cam before the gim- the gimbal that i've got like it's pretty easy just because it's for a phone so there's not a whole lot of counterweights and balancing that you got to do but some of those glide cams i've seen are pretty tricky yeah and, and heavy my yeah my cousin he has he has one so i've used one before and although it it produces like such a good picture and it's so smooth and there's like no shake whatsoever he said it took so long, not just to build it, but to balance it. You have to get a perfect balance for the camera to sit there. And it is heavy. It definitely hurts your arms. Yeah, if you were shooting a wedding all day or something, you know, yeah, it's going to wear you out, I think. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, so what other jobs? You got any other jobs lined up? Not just, uh, you know, you're YouTubing. Do you got anybody else that's saying, hey, would you do this for me? I mean, I've had a couple. Nobody that's been, like, super serious. People have been asking me to take pictures or something like that but i'm just trying to get their my name out there for right now right right and that's cool that's what you got to do i think yeah all right uh well i think that's going to do it troy i appreciate you chatting with me i had fun and we'll see uh see where your youtube channel goes if you're not following him give him a follow now thanks guys all right thanks cody yep thanks troy